right, guys, uh, this is a time, I think, when we dismiss the kids, the, the young guys, right? Um, so here, I guess, what we like to do is uh, we like to clap for them and be really enthusiastic that, you know, they're, they're going to go out. So uh, in three, two, one, let's clap for them, guys. Yeah. Um, I actually, I like, I like this whole kid, you know, the kids going off and everything. I like being enthusiastic about it because it's, it's a really great, you know, start to the relationship with Christ. Um, I know I'm only 18 and I'm still, I'm, I'm basically still a kid, but I do remember when I was still younger, right, I guess, in the toddler, you know, youth age, I, uh, I loved going out to, you know, to the Sunday school and I, I, I had a great time in the Hispanic church and now this church. It was, it was a great way to start off my relationship. Um, but today we're going to be, um, the first part here is going to be in Acts 13. Uh, I'm going to read to you guys the first few verses. Um, it says, Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, uh, Simeon uh, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Man- Manaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Let me ask you guys uh, a question. Uh, do you guys actually remember when your relationship with Christ started? Um, I, I don't know if you guys were in a bad position or whatever, but if you guys can recall to that moment. Because uh, I... While I was writing this sermon and while I was thinking about what I was going to say, I actually, I decided to go to my father. Uh, I wanted to hear his story um, of how his relationship with Christ started. And uh, it starts with this lady, uh, a little lady named Noemi Ramirez. She was 60 years old. And, I mean, for some reason, she was just called. She was called to go and uh, spread and serve in this place called Ensenada, Baja California, Mexico, where my dad um, came from. Um, she was, she did with what she had, you know, she would, uh, the small equipment, whatever, um, she went in her, uh, in her red Ford, it had a camper, she slept in it, um, while she was down there, um, and, like, she would go to, uh, go around to different people in the, in the small area, and she, you know, she'd be like, hey, you know, if you want to come to the service on Wednesday, Saturday evenings, um, you know, the, the usual, and uh, my parents, or my, my father uh, and his parents, um, they were at first called, they, uh, or they were attracted by that, they, they decided, okay, yeah, I'll go to the service, um, and I mean, it, at that time, she, it was just her alone, so she, she would be just up there singing, and everybody, it, it, it'd be, it was a really humble place, um, she had an electrical generator to start up everything, um, and she spoke a lot about John 3.16. That was her, uh, I guess, her kind of preaching. And this really, really touched my father and his family. Um, I mean, she talked about how he came to, you know, gave his life for people like us. And, he, you know, how much Jesus loved us and how big the sacrifice was. And, I mean, this ended up really getting my father and his whole family, you know, his 
his, uh, his mom, his dad, and then his 50 other siblings and 17 other sisters. It's a Mexican family, so you guys have to realize there, there are like 50 cousins from each side of the family. So, um, yeah, it was great. I, that's how big of an impact this lady had on my, um, on my family. Um, they, it ended up growing, and she spread around the, the, the small area. She planted small churches. Um, my dad ended up you know, making a worship team with her, and it, it was great. It was cool. Um, and, and I want you guys to really focus on, on, on that, on the beginning part, when I said she was called, right? She was called to serve, and she was called to, to, to spread the gospel. I mean, and somewhere she had no idea about, really. Um, she, um, she was Hispanic, but she also didn't even know how to speak Spanish that well. So to be called to go somewhere you don't know how to speak their own language is also, I mean, it's tough, Right? And I mean, that's an example of what God's going to do. He's going to pick us. And uh, in, in Matthew uh, 28, 19 uh, through 20, it says this, therefore, and go, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So we're Christians, we're, we've, we've, we're at that point, we have a relationship with Christ, but we have some sort of calling. We have, a, we have a job, and we have a calling as Christians, as followers of Christ. And that is, like it said here in Matthew, to make disciples, to go and make, and, or to serve and to spread the gospel. That's our job as Christians, our number one job. But the question, I mean, now we're like, how? I mean, how are we supposed to spread the gospel? How are we supposed to serve? But, I mean, we still really have to go, uh, you know, we have to take a few steps back first, and we have to kind of focus on what's, you know, what's with us, what's in our heart, okay? Because, guys, we all have, we have gifts, we have abilities, Right? And we need to take that to God. If we really want to serve, if, really, if, if we have that in us, we have to make sure we go to God and be like, hey, man, I'm available for you. We can't just be sitting, you know, here at church. And we can't just wait. We can't be, you know, all right, you know. We can't wait. It has to be coming within us. And when we go to Christ, that's when we get fired up. That's when we want to go and, like, spread the gospel like crazy. That's when we want to serve, Right? When we do this, I mean, he might send you to China or he might send you to Fred Myers. It's, it's, it's really, that's, that's the kind of thing God's going to do. It's that big of a gap, okay? It, actually, I read this verse and I was like, man, Matthew fifteen eighteen. it says, but the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defile them. If we're not filled with, you know, with God's fire, if we're not filled up with that, excitement to go and spread the gospel, how is it, you know, how is it even going to come out of our mouth? Hold on to that question still. We're still going to put that in the back of, you know, the how are we going to serve and how are we going to spread? Because I want to highlight a little bit of what serving is. I want to highlight that and talk about it a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it's similar to spreading the gospel. Uh, because, I mean, we're called to do this as well. And cause it's, it's neat because while we're serving, we can still spread the gospel, right? 
But serving in general, it's, uh, it's not easy all the time, right? We think, okay, well, we've got, you know, the fire of God in us, but still, this serving is, you know, we might, if, if he actually does call us to China, that's going to be pretty hard to serve there, right? I have, a, I have a small example of what happened this summer when I had to serve. Um, I was at VBS, and I love, I love serving in VBS. I love, you know, the, the whole groups and, you know, taking them out, and it's awesome seeing them grow, really. Um, this year, oh my, that, I, it was kind of tough. These kids, the group of kids I had, um, they weren't like bad kids. They weren't, you know, uh, just, they didn't mistreat you, but they loved to have fun, okay? They loved to just move around even when, you know, you weren't supposed to. I, I really, I actually don't know how Miss Jane does it with, like, every single group. I, she's amazing. Talk about serving, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the slides. There, you know, in the summer, there was a guy, you know, they, they took a picture of a guy sleeping under the shade. Um, I don't know. He was serving at BBS. I don't know if you guys remember that. But uh, it's an example of how I, it was pretty tiring this year, you know. But serving is it's not always going to be easy. And we know that. Actually, Mike, right, Coach Nix, he talked about the hardships of being a Christian in a whole sermon. It's never going to be easy, okay? I also really like um, how we serve here with the youth group. I mean, there are kids that have never even heard of God. Now they're wanting to be baptized in his name. Like, that's amazing, right? Serving is going to come with hardships, but there are going to be great things that come out when, they, when it comes from your heart. When you give yourself to God and he fills your heart, it, I have a good example here in, in Peter, 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. He says, each of you should, you, should use whatever gift you have received to, uh, to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be uh, praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. So, we're back to that question. How? How do we serve? How do we spread? Well, and I'll be honest with you guys, that's, I think that's the easiest part out of this whole process, really. Because, I mean, we've, we've come to Christ, we've given ourselves, we've been filled. Now it's just wherever Christ takes you. You're just, you know, you're just being led now. It's all, when people say, Jesus, take the wheel, he really does take that wheel. You guys may be called, I, to serve, it's, you know, he may be calling you to help with groceries. He may be calling you to, you know, just say hi to somebody. Say, ask how they're doing. It's really that simple. It, he'll do that, you know. It, it, doing these kinds of things, doing these acts, it creates questions in people. It makes people think, why in the world would this guy do, you know, do this for me? We talk, this, we talk about this a lot here at church. We want to reflect Christ. That's why. That's why we do these things. Because, I mean, 
from serving, then it can lead into spreading the gospel, right? And I mean, to spread the gospel, the ways we can, it's, again, God's going to call you to wherever he needs you to be. You can, I don't know, maybe create some sort of Bible group or do something that will spread and, and get people, you know, to know who Christ is. That's the whole process of being a follower of Christ. That's the whole job. That's the whole calling. This last part, okay, I'm going I'm to end this, this whole thing off with this. Now, I, this, you guys may feel like you guys are going to be called out or something. Now, keep in mind, this is God speaking through me. I'm just a messenger. Okay, so you guys feel as if I'm, like, saying something straight to you at any comments or questions, take it up with him after the sermon. I don't know. You know okay. Just, I'm just going to say that, bro. <laughs> so let me tell you guys, I, I love controversy, okay? I love, oh my goodness, I love being in the middle of, you know, I love being the different one that has a different opinion and, you know, the different thoughts. That's a huge part of me. At school, I'll, you know, if somebody asks for my opinion, oh, yeah, I'll let them know. I'll let them know my political view. I'll let them know everything, okay? I love getting into politics, right, with friends at school. But something I've noticed is that I, I, as much as I love doing that, I've been spreading that a lot. I've been talking about that a lot more than I've been spreading Jesus' gospel, or the gospel. I've been spreading that way more than I've been spreading the love of Jesus Christ. That's really bad. Because now I'm known, instead of, you know, at the school I go to, I'm not known as Eliab the Christian. I'm known as Eliab this, the part of this political party. That's really not good. And let me tell you guys, this is something I have seen a lot in the church in the U.S., we seem to be spreading our political views. We seem to be love, you know, we seem to love to get into the controversy, you know, of politics as a church in the US. But why do we do that more than we spread the gospel? Why do we do that more than we serve? Guys, our identity, okay, as Christ followers, it has to be, well, for me, I have to be Eliab, the follower of Christ. I have to be Eliab, child of God, not Eliab, part of the political party. After, after child of God, it can be, you know, whatever. But guys, we can't, we can't be doing that. We can't be like, oh, why, why do we have this mandate? Why, or, you know, why don't we add this mandate? It has to be, guys, hey, Jesus loves you. Hey, he died for you. Guys, I don't think you guys realize Jesus died for us on the cross for wretches. But we can't spread that. We're, we're too nervous. It's too awkward. Oh, it's too illogical to people. But we can stand out in the middle of a crowd and be like, hey, I believe in this, I'm proud, or this or that. I mean, that, I, I don't think that's right as a follower of Christ. I really don't. My, my dad came up, he, he gave me this, this verse, Romans 10, 14. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? 
And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Our calling, our job is not to spread political opinions. Our job is to spread the love of Jesus. Let's pray. (laughs) Father, thank you for today. It's a beautiful, maybe cloudy day, but we love the clouds here in Oregon. Um, Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Thank you for that, for the salvation. We definitely don't deserve it, but yet you decided to do it anyway because of the love you have for us. Father, I pray that you put in our hearts to serve, to spread the gospel. I pray that you put the love, your love into us so we can spread it to everybody else, God, because our mission, our job is to serve for you. We want to further your kingdom, Father. So please put it in our hearts to do that. Put us on fire, Father. In your name I pray, amen. Dinner at the end, you guys should probably, you know, go to it. I don't know what time it is, 5.30. 5 o'clock, yeah. Guys, definitely go to that dinner. A lot of good food. We need to set up for it too, apparently. So I have to go right now. I can't serve in that way.